And I just hope that people are learning. It's not just about the dance. It's about trusting yourself and loving yourself and being able to access, whether it's through dance or anything else, the joy that we need, especially as adults. Welcome to the Healer Dealer Podcast. This is an invitation to expand and empower your own gifts through conversations with the modern mystics, healers, and visionaries of our time. The only way to heal ourselves is to deal with it. I'm your healer dealer, Diana Zalecki, and I am so excited to share with you my conversation with Ryan Heffington and Kara Hoppy. Ryan is a choreographer, director, performance artist, and the owner of the Sweat Spot Dance Studio in Los Angeles. Ryan's choreography became a worldwide sensation with the debut of Sia's music video, Chandelier, with over 2 billion views. Ryan's work can also be seen in Netflix's The OA, HBO's Euphoria, and Amazon's Transparent. He has worked with dozens of music artists such as Arcade Fire, Paul McCartney, Florence and the Machine, Billy Idol, Massive Attack, and so many more. He's also worked with commercial clients like Target, Evian, Chanel, Apple, Nike, and so many more. And then we have our good friend Kara Hoppy, is a mother, psychotherapist, teacher, artist, and storyteller. She has spent the last decade working with individuals and couples towards healing and growing and towards becoming more grounded, integrated people with better access to their own instincts, wisdom, and creativity. Kara currently sees clients virtually. I'll make sure to put their contact information in the show notes. If you're not already following Ryan and his dance classes virtually on his Instagram lives, you are seriously missing out. And Kara is such a wise woman. And I was introduced to Kara, um, I want to say like maybe seven years ago or six years ago. And I started doing her wild woman workshops and I got to know her and become friends with her through that. And then I met Ryan through her and they're both of them are best friends. And it's just such a great fun conversation with both of them. We dive into embracing times of sadness while finding joy, self-acceptance, self-love, and creating space to express ourselves. It's really fascinating because you have like, you know, moving meditation with dance, and then we talk about therapy and the connection of both. It's really, really great conversation. Um, You know, we recorded this back in the beginning of May, and since then, Ryan raised over $60,000 in one week for Black Lives Matter just incredible. So much exciting stuff happening. Um, Please make sure to follow Ryan and Kara. I'll do links in the show notes. Um, I hope you enjoy the show and get inspired to express yourself, feel safe and sharing who you are with the world. We need you as we build this new world together. Hey friends, I am super excited to tell you about Guella app. It is all about finding your healer and finding yourself. It is an app that connects healers and humans. I am so excited about this. Literally anywhere you are in the world, you can check out all these different healing modalities and get connected to a healer that is perfect for you. No more searching and searching and searching for who to talk to, who to go to. This app takes out all that work. You know, you can order anything between like food or a card. Now anything online on an app that has not existed before ever in the world for healers. Now it's here. It's called Wella app. And what I love is the story behind it. It is literally created by these three siblings and with their Celtic roots, 
The word Guela literally means to improve or get better. So literally these three siblings have worked together to create an app to fill a void of something that did not exist, which is connecting humans and healers. And now they've done it. I highly recommend it. There is Epic Healers on there and it is such a beautiful platform. So I advise you to check it out and download it immediately. You can also follow them on Instagram at GetGuella and check out their website at GetGuella.com. Are you looking for kind, compassionate, and mindful medicine? I am so excited to share with you about SourcePoint Wellness. SourcePoint Wellness is an integrative healing oasis located in Los Angeles that combines Chinese, functional, and spiritual medicine along with a bit of magic. Dr. Amanda and her team of experts offer virtual healing services to anybody in the world, including integrative telemedicine, herbal medicine, distance acupuncture and Reiki, goddess acupuncture, Akashic readings, chakra balancing, healing energy work, EFT, and customized breathwork. Literally everything and anything you need to be fully supported, mind, body, and spirit, Dr. Amanda and her team at SourcePoint Wellness has got you covered. Follow them on Instagram at SourcePoint Wellness or email Dr. Amanda directly at drcohen at sourcepointwellness.com. I just want to dive in and I have a question I want to start out with for both of you. We could take turns. Um, what is something, Kara, what is something that is lighting you up right now? Like, what are you so excited about right now? That's a good question. I'm just going to go with my first thought, being with my family, um, being with my son, definitely lighting me up. I, I get to, since we get to spend so much more time together now, um, I get to see him changing in these like little subtle changes and growth. And it's so touching and beautiful to me. And I'm so grateful um, for our relationship. And then I get to spend so much time with him. So Jude, Jude is lighting me up right now. Oh my gosh, I love that. I love it. Brian, what about you? Um, I have to say nature. Um, I've chosen to be in my house uh, out in the desert, about two hours outside of LA, and I'm surrounded by mountains and cacti. And I mean, kind of like Kara was just saying, like I'm witnessing things bloom and things are passing. And it's like, I, I actually have the time now to recognize these little changes that I mean, literally there's a huge mama cactus blooming. It'll probably bloom for one day. And it's like <laughs> the most enjoyment around here in like two months. But it's, it's those, yeah, it's those very little things that like life that you get to experience. We're not rushing. And, you know, the sun comes up and I'm there when the sun rises. And then we watch the sunset. And it's just those little minute things are huge. And it just kind of gives it gives you a reminder of those little things and to, again to be grateful like i'm so great we say thank you son every day when it goes down thank you so much it's been great and peace until you know the next 24 hours but yeah i would have to say nature for sure isn't it so interesting I, i've been thinking a lot about in general how easy it is for us as humans to complicate things and how challenging it is to really peel back and simplify. Um, Cause both of the things you just described are, you know, the most beautiful, like base, like it's stuff that we would 
really take for granted. We would take for granted our environment. We would take for granted our time with the people we love and our, our family and, and that connection. Um, so I really appreciate you both sharing that. And something that I just, I want to dive right into, because like everybody's going to know about it and I just have to get into it. Something that I love, um, Ryan, that you created is your live dance classes that everybody literally all over the world is participating in. And it's just like, it's insane. Because when I initially wanted to like talk to you about it, it was like on the beginning of it. It's just like, it's like literally friends I have all over the world are like sending it to me. And I'm like, no, I knew about it before you. Um, <laughs> so can I, I, can you talk a little bit about your personal uh, experience with seeing that grow and how are you feeling about that? And how has that been for you dancing in your living room and connecting with people all over the world? Um, it's been well exciting as yeah. What, one of the things I think about is just, it's not even the numbers of people, but it's the, every country is almost represented mm. and that feels like community. You know, I assume it would be my friends in LA, some friends in New York, and it is. Then it's like Poland and Venezuela and Croatian flags. I don't even know what they are. You know, like people are sending flags. I'm like, great. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's just realizing, you know, uh, I think we're realizing um, what social media was designed for. And it's to bring us together and through this chaos, it's been happening on a, you know, incredible uh, level in terms of like timing. It happened so fast, like within two weeks, it was thousands of people. And it's just, you know, I never feel like I'm dancing alone. Ever, 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 ever. And, and people have said that as well. When they take class, they feel that there are thousands of people. And I make it, you know, make it known as well. I always kind of call it the number where people are from just to give people a little bit of a context of what is really happening and not that it's just like, you know, them and I, which is great too. A duet is nice, but it's really nice to include the world in something like this. And, you know, it's just one of those things as well. It's like you plant a seed and then you just step back and let it grow, you know, and I feel like that's it. I planted something, I have a blueprint and then people show up. And it's like a really beautiful exchange. And I'm always so grateful at the end of class, you know, thanking everyone for showing up because, you know, sure I'm in my room alone, but it feels like a global community and it's beyond special. I never imagined that this would happen ever. I love that. I, I, I love that so much. And I think, you know, um, Kara, we've talked about in the past, just like the power of social media and how it can go the ebb and flow of like, I need a break. It's not good. It's like, this is, I feel like a perfect example of it, the benefits of the world and time that we live in. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, yes to social media. And I have to say one other part about Ryan, so I've known Ryan for so long. And I mean, I remember Ryan, when you were getting us to dance in like fucking bars and strip malls, <laughs> like 
making community happening and bringing dance into the community. And so I guess I have a perspective of, I'm seeing this with Ryan, my best friend, like here over social media, and it's been going on for decades where Ryan has been finding like really creative ways to bring dance and movement and freedom and inclusion and community into all of these different like pockets of Los Angeles mostly, but then also pockets of New York and other parts around the world. But I mean, this is nothing new. It's just like, a, it's like, a, it's a new platform and it's a grander platform and it has a bigger outreach thanks to technology and thanks to that, that platform being able to connect all of us. And it's just, Ryan, it's just you being you, boo. Totally. <laughs> I love it. Can you talk, can you talk a little bit about, because um, you guys have been friends forever. Can you talk about your friendship and like how that started? I mean, at a dance party at my house. That's <laughs> how we do it, you know? It's like, you have a party, show up, and there's going to be a lot of like-minded people. And, you know, I was throwing parties uh, in like fifth grade. I have photos of all the dress up, decorating the house, having, you know, a, a playlist. And like, it's just something that I've always done and continue to, to do. Um, I think it's out of, you know, kind of a selfish need to like connect with people. And, but then I've kind of realized that like my job, um, some people ask like, are you a choreographer? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm also an entertainer. Like I really love to entertain people and to make people feel good. And even with dance, like my goal is to allow dance to be inclusive. Mm-hmm. because it's been such a, a light in my life and like therapy for me. And there's many layers that go into it, but it's always brought me light. And I thought, wow, if I can share this with people, my community, and, you know, I was never really sure I was so into the dance community, but it was way bigger than that. It was the artists. It was the people that wanted to feel good. And, you know, I just felt like I was just kind of sailing a ship, you know, a, a party ship, party barge. <laughs> and like, let's go, let's get on and let's put on some music and dance. And it's, yeah, and it's, I'm still driving it. Apparently. <laughs> Have you done a dance party, um, uh, Kara, with Ryan and Jude? I'm sure. I can't. Well, this one, right? You've done Sweat Fest. Oh, yeah, we do Sweat Fest. Jude and I do Sweat yeah. Fest with Ryan, but I'm trying to think in person. I don't know if we've had a dance party yet. Did you do uh, Fingered when I was throwing that club Fingered? Well, of course I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I started teaching My dance. My is like, how could you forget? I don't forget. I don't, I don't even forget those crazy-ass clubs you had us going to. Like, what the fuck were those places? Goward's Gulch? The Gulch. <laughs> <laughs> It was a sushi restaurant in a strip mall called The Gulch. That's like the prime space to have a club, of course. Oh, my gosh. Um, Kara. (laughs) (laughs) So, obviously, people know that it's important to move your body, to get, you know, emotions out of your body. Like, why, Kara, why would you suggest somebody that is feeling a little bit down and they're stuck at home, like why would it be mentally beneficial for them to 
dance, to move, even if they're in their own home and maybe are following Ryan, but are feeling like, like little sad, grumpy pants and, you know, they're hesitating to just dance. Hmm. Well, I think, I mean, I think sad, grumpy pants is completely fine to feel, you know, I mean, there's a lot of reasons right now to feel sad, grumpy pants, you know, so no shade. Um, and it's like, and it's important to find joy too. And I think, um, um, I mean, I've told Ryan this, a lot of my clients take his class. Um, not because I've told them about that <laughs> because they've found it themselves, you know, looking for community connection to have their spirits lifted up, to like be part of something bigger than them. It's so easy in our homes, um, isolated, to forget that we're interconnected and to forget that, that we're, we can be part of something bigger than us. And that's like a gift of the class. And that's like, a, I feel like that's a spiritual part of it. But then like the moving of the body, I mean, everything, you know, I mean, trauma, like emotions, all of our experiences, they're not just stored in the psyche, they're stored in our physical bodies. And so to heal, you know, any pain or trauma to, is, it's imperative to connect with our physical bodies and movement does that for people. Um, Do you feel like um, that with everything that has shifted for the whole world that people are relearning how to connect again and possibly connecting on a different, deeper level than they did before? I mean, I would love to think that, you know, um, I mean, my, like my optimistic self hopes that this is like a rebirthing for us, like individually and collectively to like reexamine um, what provides us with meaning in life. And like, where do we find value in life? Like in our families or in, in, in nature, you know, in community, in connection with other people, like to really see that that is the purpose, like value and why we're here on this planet. I would love to think that like, we're gonna get like an upgrade, you know, like that me personally, like I feel like I'm in like a, a birthing process, but I would like to think that other people are as well. So that's like, hopefully, I think, I think we are. I, I very much believe we are. And I have an important question, I think, for our listeners. Um, important thing to note. So giving ourselves space to feel all of the feels, to get sad if we're feeling sad, at what point would you advise somebody when they would need to like seek out extra help if they're having an extra hard time? Like they just can't shake it off. Like at what point, you know, are we honoring our feelings? And at what point do we need to reach out and ask for help? I think that's a great question. Whenever you're noticing any you're any any of you listeners, you're noticing having feelings that feel big um, of loneliness, of sadness, of depression, of anxiety, of anger. It's important to reach out and tell someone. Period. I don't think it has to get to like any kind of place. You know, it kind of reminds me of. Um, of grief, like we're all grieving right now collectively, and um, it's impossible to grieve alone. 
grieving happens in community in relationship to others it's really hard to just be alone and sob and like have like um, the at your affect met and matched so it can integrate in the body and it can heal in the body so um, I suggest reaching out um, whenever you feel like you need it and and also remembering when you reach out to somebody like we you know like I reach out to Ryan you know and tell Ryan like how I'm doing it's like it's good for me and it's good for Ryan like we both get something out of it. It feels good to be heard and it feels good to support and to hear somebody else. So it's not a, a selfless or a selfish act to tell someone I'm struggling. In fact, that's a gift, letting somebody into your heart and, and letting them see what's going on there, you know? I love that. But then the next question, and I'm going to tie this back into movement in a second, but the next question is, okay, we're doing that, but how would you advise people who are holding that space, who are creating that container? Like and me. Yeah. But, or even anybody that's being, you know, okay. they're sharing with the, the, the boundaries with that also. Like, you know, somebody that is, you know, so, uh, sharing how you're feeling, but also not, um, you know, how would you advise somebody who's feeling like they can't take on any more supporting others' grief? then I wouldn't do that for them in that moment. Okay. It's okay to have limitations and not be able to do that. I have limitations as a human being. It's that's part of the human experience. And really like, it's so self-loving to know that and to acknowledge that. Like, well, like I'm for, at capacity. Yeah. For I'm me, really what I do, if I know I got stuff to throw down um, in uh, venting, I definitely ask whoever, um, I feel I want to express that too. I ask, like, I really have to bitch. Can you hold some space for me or no? Like I ask if you're, if that person's even in a space, you know, to be able to receive that in that moment. Um, so I think that that's, I, I think it's like everybody's feeling out of like, you know, wanting to be in their emotions, wanting to be authentic with that. And then there's also the, like, everybody's processing everything differently. So it's like, what is it that you need to feel seen and heard? And what is it you need to transmute that? And so like, I just love, I know for myself and I know pretty much for, I'm just gonna speak for every human in the world, but like anytime you're like moving those emotions out of your body, like movement and dance and just getting back to this sort of, the first thing that comes to mind is like this animalistic, like raw wildness that you have inside of yourselves that I feel like we lose a bit after being a kid, like a kid were like, you know, invited to have fun and be playful and just roll with however your body and use your body as its own intuitive instrument. But then as we get older, it's this rigidity. Would you agree with that, Ryan? Yeah, I think, you know, as a society, especially Western society, you know, we see dance maybe as like a competition or it has to have a certain level in order to participate. And, you know, I believe that as well for a long time. And I was kind of, you know, swimming in that idea. And then, you know, I don't know, I had an epiphany when I met someone on the dance floor that didn't dance like I did. And they actually didn't hit one beat uh, of the music within four hours, but we still were face to face going off, you know, eyes locked, sweat flying. I was like, oh, 
it doesn't matter. Like it's so much of, of my preconceived ideas just broke and fell apart and it re energized me on like how I want to teach what I want the dancer to get out of this. And I learned that just having someone express themselves the way they do is the winning conversation. Like, do you, and that's what I say in Sweatfest, if I'm going left and you're going right, great. If you want to go to the fridge and get a drink and sit and just listen to the music, I don't care. Like, live your damn life. You know, like, live your life. I'm offering this to you. If you want to take it, great. If you want to, like, play a little bit. But I do think, you know, like we're saying, getting back to the freedom that we have as children before we put on these adult backpacks, you know, I think that's kind of the goal. And luckily, you know, we are, I mean, I say that, but luckily we're, you know, isolated in our own spaces, which create a sense of safety. And I think that's what's really um, helped, you know, this dance class grow is that people feel safe in their own homes. And I don't know if this would even exist if something like this didn't happen, you know? So it's like finding that safety and hopefully people connect to that enough to take it with them rather than having your adult backpack on, you know, having some fruit roll-ups in the back and a Capri Sun and live that life too, you know, like, and just learn that like we're all special and we all move the way we move as individuals. And I think my hopefully goal is to allow, it's not mine, it's them, but like I want to encourage them to find their own rhythm and their own sense of movement as an individual. Cause it's, I always say in dance class, like you move like you, I can't move like you. You don't, you shouldn't have to move, move like me. Let's just celebrate both of our, our styles and our expression. And that's it. Like, let's just do that. Like I don't give corrections. Like, what am I correcting? Yeah. Perfection. <laughs> I, know? I love what you're doing. And I think also to, for me personally, cause I've always known of you. I've always wanted to go to your dance classes here in LA. I've had this desire to go, but I'm going to be totally honest. I was very intimidated. I'm like, Oh, it's going to be all these like off duty pro dancers. Like, <laughs> you know, I like follow along, but then I kind of do my own thing. And then it's very interesting because after, you know, doing these classes with you on Instagram live, I'm like, fuck that. I can't wait to see him in person. And also it's given me permission to, you know, not have to like move my body during a set time when it's time to dance. And just like, I definitely have taken what you are providing and made it my own, like definitely. Um, so that's been really empowering and freeing and exciting. And I think it's also, you know, it's so playful and fun. And I think like with everything that's going on and I do believe as a collective, we're shifting into the next better version rebirth. Um, I think a lot of the grief in my own, own opinion is that we're purging out everything that no longer serves us past beliefs. All that stuff is coming to a head. And it's just like to be able to dance and get it out of our body, get it out of ourselves, get it out, get it out, get it out. It's just, it's really beautiful. And it's so amazing how simple it can be to make ourselves feel good. Um, so I just really uh, appreciate you for what you're doing with that. And also just what you said, like, it's, it's like, I wouldn't have, I 
I probably would have taken me a long time to go to one of your dance classes because I have this like story I made up that I have to, you know, be able to follow along and all this stuff. So it's just, it's really, really beautiful what you've created. And I, I, I'm not sure if you're, I mean, I know you're in gratitude to make it inclusive for everybody, but I don't know if you're really deeply aware of the impact, the deep impact that you're having and the ripple effect that you're having on so many people. Like that's, that's huge, huge. It, it is. And I do feel it. And because of social media, I get messages, hundreds of messages a day and they are the most moving, um, vulnerable, you know, messages and yeah, it is huge. And, um, you know, I, I, I like to think that I like, I have the blueprint and this is like something I've done for most of my life is to teach. So I kind of just like roll it out and then by clicking, yes, I want to go live with Ryan Heffington. You jump in to the playground and we just like have a great time. And like, yeah, it is, I, I, you said like it is changing lives. And I just hope that people are learning. It's not just about the dance. It's about trusting yourself and loving yourself and being able to access, whether it's through dance or anything else, the joy that we need, especially as adults. Mm. We tend to like drop that. And like I said, we put on these adult backpacks and like, but what about the raver? What about, you know, <laughs> you know, the playing with people and lip syncing and acting a fool? Like that's just as important as going to work and making money. Probably more important, I gotta say. We don't need much. You know, we don't need much in life. And like, if again, we're all talking about getting back to the basics. You know, let's get back to the joy. Let's get back to the connection between human beings and connecting with your family and your kids. Like, there's videos and videos that people send me of them dancing with their children and dancing with their dogs and dancing with their grandparents. Like, it's like unbelievable, like the way that this is bringing people together. And, but I think, you know, this needs to remain in our day to day rather than, you know, we're in quarantine. Yeah, this is happening. But again, hopefully we're learning that we should take that with us day in and day out and find it. You know, I consider it moving meditation because for an hour we're not thinking about hopefully, you know, Miss Rona and what she's doing. But, you know, it's just like really tapping into the present moment. We all try to do it, I think, in one way or another, like the meditation. And it's just another form of it, I, I think. I happens love to be that. a little bit more fun, but yeah. Yes, <laughs> I love it. It's so fun. I just, I, I really appreciate, I loved everything that you just said. So I have a couple questions for you, actually for both of you. Um, we talk about, you know, people feeling safe at home to be able to explore the side of themselves. What makes you feel safe, Ryan? That's a good question. Um, I think, you know, I've worked a lot of enjoying being alone. And that could be really scary. And I think like that makes me just safe no matter where I am. Because I travel a lot for work around the world and like just being comfortable being with myself and having that, I don't know, that, that connection and 
because I think if you have that, it's much easier to forge through this crazy damn world, you know, as long as you have like a sense of yourself and, you know, for many and many years and decades, I didn't have that. I did go through a period of wanting to know who I was and I always kind of like put on this like clown mask and smiles. I still do that a lot. I think it's just Huffington, but I don't know. It's, it's much deeper now. Now I feel like it goes all the way through my toes and like, um, so that makes me safe. Yeah, that makes me safe. I think just like honoring myself and my mistakes and my, you know, attributes that I have to give and just kind of like assessing who this person is and being okay with like all of it. I love that. And then I have a question for, with that is, did you feel a shift in your own dancing or your choreography when you felt that shift of feeling safe within yourself? Have you seen a shift in the way you express yourself because of that? You know, I was really lucky. I feel like from early on, dance for me was like a connection to spirituality. Even before I even understood what spirituality was, I would cry a lot in class, like literally just tears of joy and release and releasing trauma and like all these things just, and I, you know, I went through a lot of shit, you know, when I was a young kid and like high school and college and like, I always had dance. So I feel like it's always been there and dance is what actually in a way led me to really wanting to understand more of my psyche, my body. I understood like that was a language I, I learned from, you know, birth I feel like in a way but it kind of just like it made me safe and then no I think it was just more of my my kind of intellect and whatever that I had to kind of deal with um that I kind of put aside because that was a scary part you know dance was always kind of my blanket my blankie you know and um yeah so no I feel like you know I've been able to develop uh my style more but i think that's just a sense of evolution in the artist self um yeah i love that kara what about you what do you, what makes you feel safe um, similarly to ryan like like feeling safe in my own skin and my own body like having like worked on my relationship with myself and my body um but also, I feel safety with people too. Like I, I feel really safe um, with certain people in my life. Like Ryan's one of them, you know, and and my husband's one of them, and my close friends. And I guess the feeling of safety is feeling that I will be accepted no matter what. Mm. Like there's space for all of the different parts of me, even when I'm like a little monster, you know, or like, um, yeah, or like the, like my more shadow parts are like welcome in like my, my friendships and my, my partnership, you know, that like makes me feel safe. And I noticed like the more I've had that in my adult life, like people who have been like, um, loving, and supportive of the woman I am, then I'm able to internalize that more and be more loving and supporting to myself as the woman I am. It's been like a, 
like a reverberation, you know, or it's been like out of relationship. So the stronger my relationships are with my, my friends and my husband, then the stronger my relationship is with myself and the stronger my relationship is with myself, the more I have to bring to these other relationships. So it's been a back and forth. I love that. What is something that you wish somebody would know about your journey that people aren't aware of that you wish that people would know about your journey, whether it's for your career or creating a family? Is there anything that you wish that people would know about your journey? Mm, I mean, I guess like, um, I don't know, you know, my big thing with, with my kid and like with my clients and then like I'm writing my book and so with my readers, like a, a, um, a through line is I really want people to be aware of my messiness. I, and like, and that I am like, right there in there, like practicing, like love is a daily practice for me. I'm showing up. I'm learning more every day. I am like, you know, a student and a teacher, like, you know, I don't know. Humanizing myself has been like really important to me. Like, especially like in both the roles as a, as a clinician. And then as a mother, there is a tendency to like, um, in those roles kind of put like, oh, you've got it all figured out. Like you don't, you don't wake up and have bad days or like you don't lose your temper, you know, at your husband or like, you're not, you know what I mean? And I'm like, Oh girl, (laughs) no, you know, I'm like right there in there with you in the struggle, like continuing to like grow in my own self-awareness and, and trying to be, um, better to myself and better to other people. And yeah, I'm always learning and I'm always messing up and that's part of learning. And so that's just like really important to me because then I feel like it gives other permission to be messy and, and like, and recognize it's from the messes, like where we learn, you know, like one of my favorite things to do is like, whenever I do make a mistake as a mother, like to get down on Jude's level and look him in the eyes and say, I'm really sorry. I made a mistake and that I hurt you and that had an impact on you. And I'm sorry. I just, nobody did that for me. And I had to learn that as an adult. And that's just, it's important for me to do that with other people to not be perfect, to be lovable. I love that. I love that so much. And that's so relatable. And I think it's, I just, I really appreciate you uh, being vulnerable and sharing that. I think that that is, I mean, that's something I've picked up since I met you when we started doing your wild women workshops. And I just, I loved that about you. I love how you go, you dive deep and you're not scared to go to the scary places and talk about it and get uncomfortable and say, I'm uncomfortable too. And what's that about? And okay, let's get, let's take a look at it. I just, I think you really have a gift and it's really beautiful um, how you're able to 
like travel to those, you know, down those depths and have it be a place that's approachable, feel safe for those that are with you. And also it empowers people to create something new, to think a little bit differently. So I just want like that. I mean, that's how I see you and your work and what you're doing. So I really think it's beautiful. Um, and so I love that. Um, Okay, I'm gonna hop to your dance, Fred. So <laughs> I, I could come up with a theme song for pretty much anything if you were like curious, like, wow, where's my theme song? I could send you a voice note later. Um, <laughs> come the one hit wonders. Um, Ryan, is there anything with your journey that you wish that people would know? Like, not just like, you know, is there something that people, you're like, you guys have no idea. Like, this is something that was huge in my journey. You have no idea about this. Is there anything like that you're feeling open to share? Yeah. You know, I think, um, especially nowadays in this like social media world, you know, we post the positive, the beautiful, the exciting, this and that and this. And which is great. We really get to curate our lives. <laughs> but it just excludes people, I think, in like a kind of a dangerous way. But yeah, I mean, I taught my dance class. I started when I was probably closer to like early 20s and taught 10, 15 years to three to seven students for 10 years. And I showed up and I taught that class. If there's one person there, my job is to teach, not to walk away. And like just the hard work, I think that it takes, um, not even that it, what it takes, but that we should just put in the fucking effort to do, you know, like I'm there to be a dance teacher, not to give shade or like to get insecure or like whatever it is that no one's taking my class. My job is to teach. I said yes to this. I'm going to do it. And you know, I'm, I've also been an artist all my life and you know, I, my vocabulary wasn't so popular the whole time. I mean, I didn't give a fuck because I was having a great time, but like, I didn't work a lot. I still, you know, work quite a bit more, but like there's moments I don't work and, you know, wonder if I'm ever going to work again. But I think what I'm trying to say is that just like the behind the scenes, like it, sure it's luck and timing, but also I have done <laughs> so much work and free work and I still do free work all the time. And now I've, you know, the luxury of doing it because I, for a cause or whatever, then it's just like, I just needed to produce. And I think that's kind of where I learned to fail and learn my language. And um, yeah, I just, because I just kept doing it. I kept exercising my, my brain, my creativity. And that in turn has turned it into, I think a kind of a unique egg that doesn't exist. Like I didn't go to college. I didn't, I didn't learn the way other people learned. I learned in a club, you know, getting naked and pretending like I was like killing myself on stage and drag, you know, throwing sardines at people. Like that was like my education. I love it. Or high heels. Or I mean the highest. <laughs> um, but I think, you know, just like, I feel like what is maybe so uh, attractive is that like I do at this point have a unique voice because I feel like my path I chosen to do so many different things to enrich my craft 
and my art. And I've been teaching, you know, yeah, since I was like probably 20. So that's 26 years I've been teaching and like I've stuck to it and I've learned so much just by saying yes and showing the fuck up. And I think like I tell all my teachers like show up, show up. Like I taught sweaty uh, when I opened my studio and I didn't miss one class in two years. I'd fly back from Europe early. So I showed up for my students. Like it meant so much to me. And I think like that's my reward is like this life now. I mean, I was always enjoying my life regardless, but like, yeah, I think it's just like if you put in the work and it's not easy and it's, you know, it's not a click and then, you know, you're in the Bahamas on your Instagram. It's like, you really have to put in the work to be an amazing human, I think. And to be an amazing artist or healer, it just takes time. It takes work and like, it's okay if we're not successful, quote, successful for ever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I think it's just about that you are getting your hands dirty and you're sweating and that's it. That's all it should matter. And maybe, you know, success, success would be like um, um, afterthought, you know? But it doesn't really matter. That success doesn't matter. Just like enjoying that journey as we know. You know, I love so that, important. I, I love you sharing that because that is something I always like to highlight for any creative, any artist, anybody that's, uh, you know, it's so easy to pinpoint somebody and, and almost project on them as if they're an overnight success. And it's like, you have no idea the years that, uh, yes, overnight and sex with uh, sex, sex, <laughs> overnight success with like 20 years in the making. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's like, I really appreciate you sharing that. And also I think as any artist, and when I'm saying artists, I'm going to include like anything, the way you do it, whatever it is, the thing that you're doing, how you express yourself and you're doing it. It's like, I think you're only able to show up and be so devoted to this thing is because you don't feel like you have a choice. You have to do this thing. You have to, that pull of like, I must create, I must do that. Like that is something I, I really love about any creative, um, any artist. And it's, it's, uh, something that I really use to guide my own life. Um, you know, a major, like even this podcast, like I, I, I had a idea to do it for over two years. I had so much resistance. I'd always made up stories. Like I, I don't do this. I don't, da, 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 da. and it was just like, I felt like I had, like I felt like this like suffocation, like I had to do it. And so I'm also very fascinated with all creators and all artists of the idea of um, embracing our resistance and, you know, whether that's, you know, showing up for your dance class or showing up to write your book or showing up. Um, I always, I'm very fascinated by us as humans, the the feeling of wanting something so deeply, and then yet we have our own resistance around taking action and the thing that we want so deeply. That's something that's very fascinating to me. Um, but uh, so on that note, for both of you, what is your greatest desire right now? Hmm. I think mine is to continue with this balance that this pandemic has, you know, shown me is that I'm isolated and I actually enjoy this. I enjoy 
having time to myself to sit, to do nothing, to listen, to watch. Um, and I'm also fortunate I'm working as well. And I think just that silence, again, you know, I put on a really busy adult backpack uh, most of the, of the time and I actually really enjoy being busy, but I've now realized I really enjoy being by myself and just realizing, you know, the peace in it. And I think I probably wouldn't do this or give myself the opportunity to do that if it wasn't for this situation that we're all in. So I think, yeah, just finding that balance and like honoring that and not getting caught up in the chaos and, you know, to stop and take dance clout. You know, these things that I think we're realizing we can do right now and yeah, balance. But don't you think that you are balanced in the sense of, I feel like you're somebody who is so deeply present in everything you do. So is Yes, honey, but when I take on 38 jobs in one okay, week. Well, that's it. Okay, well, that's <laughs> that it. I just think I, I was like, as you know, I, the whole conversation too about balance and what that looks like and means is also yeah. very interesting to me. Um, and it's mm. something I ask myself a lot about and just I'm very uh, fascinated with everybody else like how what does balance look like for you and how does that feel and I just think that that's I love that you um share that the, the appreciation of having this time to yourself um to not have the the pressures of opportunities having to say yes to every single thing and being really discerning with your time and energy so I think that that is um I, I really appreciate you sharing that yeah I mean just really quick another examples like I was teaching five classes a week for sweat fest and I felt like I had to yeah. because I was getting so much you know positive response from this and it's changing my life and nurses on the front line and like and then I was realizing I was burning out I was like I need to take a break and I felt guilty of course that I wasn't going to be there for people for two days you know the way I work and then like the loving messages were just like, oh, you've given so much, take your time. I was like, oh, this is amazing. Like this is, I'm getting what I want. And like, people are like supporting me. And I was like, this is great. And just like realizing that balance, you know, of like giving so much and relaxing and enjoying life. And yeah, it was a, it was a really successful choice in terms of like slowing it down even in, you know, in the midst of feeling like I had to support, you know, 3,000 people in each class. And I was like, you know what? I just need to, like, take a breath. And, yeah, it was incredible, actually, the full circle. Yeah, it's so amazing. It's like I – I love the, you know, something I've been, that's been coming up a lot for me um, with all of my friends and family too is like, what are is the questions of like, what are we feeling obligated to? And how is that really being a service to those in our lives? And, you know, to, to really be honest with ourselves, what we need and how that's reflected back and getting what we need and also still being of service and goes back to the root of everything we've talked about, which is like self-acceptance, self-love. Um, you know, I, I really, really, really appreciate you sharing that. And I love that um, so much. Um, and my lovely Kara, what <laughs> is your greatest desire right now? Oh, besides to be with you both and hug you both. Um, 
Um, I want to continue to be inspired to be of service at like in a, in the community. Um, I have recently started um, working with um, the community center in our neighborhood with the director there to feed families in the neighborhood that didn't qualify for assistance from the government. And I, I really, really, it lights me up being of service to people. I, I, I'm really gifted when it comes to like, um, to like arranging and wrangling people over a cause and campaigning for money over a cause. And it's something I'm good at. And I like helping people. Um, so I want more, I desire more for, like inspiration in that area and like the ability to continue to do that. Cause it really, it gives meaning and shape to my life. Um, oh, I love that. Yeah, I know it's a weird answer, but I no, it's like, not. I think like if, look at. Are you kidding me? What you just talked about earlier, talking about the through line between your your patients and your friendships and your motherhood and you birthing this book, like the messiness, the beauty in that, like how are you connecting the dots? How are you letting those that don't feel see, seen being seen? Like you're doing that through this other expression. And I think that that is, that's beautiful. That That's beautiful. Thanks. I love that. Yeah, I like it. It like one day I'm a runner, um, and I love running. That's one of the ways that I like connect with my body is running. My little kitties saying hi to me on the um, on the roof right here. Huh? Was Bowie? What, or no? Ziggy. 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 I was like Bowie. Yeah. <laughs> Bowie it, was a, it was a David Bowie reference. Yeah, Ziggy Stardust. <laughs> um, but I was running in the, I was running in my neighborhood and I was feeling blue and like, and running. And I saw this sign, this homemade sign at the community center that said free food, we're providing free warm lunches, um, at 11 AM. And I was so touched that somebody was like generously doing that for the community. And I was feeling sad and that like helped me feeling sad. Like I all of a sudden felt that like, God, people care. And I needed to like see people care, you know, about each other. And I don't know if I was like in a silo or, you know, isolated from that in that moment, but it meant a lot to me. I took a picture of it and like kept running. And then synchronistically later on that day, I ended up driving by the community center at 11 and there were hundreds of families waiting for food. And I just was like, I want to do something for these people. Like there's a need here and I have privilege. I can do this. I am still working. And, and um, yeah, so that's a, that's a desire. I love that. Oh my gosh. Well, I just want to take a second and honor both of you so much for the way you show up in the world, how you are inspiring so many by just really being in your truth and, and really following that. And I love the through line of your connection together and your friendship. And like, even though you're doing completely different things, the, th the through line of supporting the masses and really inspiring everybody to be themselves and to do what feels good and to not be scared 
and that they're included and that they're seen and loved is really, really powerful. So I don't know if you both have really thought about that as your friendship, but I just, I think that that's so beautiful how it mirrors back and supports each other and how you're still supporting each other. And I just, um, so grateful to have you both on and I love this and I like really want a sweaty dance party together in person um, when this is all done so we can, you know, express ourselves. <laughs> yeah. You know what I was thinking though too, like Ryan, I want to, like, I know, I know we're wrapping up, but I wanted to say Ryan, like I was thinking about how you said like people feel safe in their own homes and like your hope is that they're gonna do this with you and then internally they're gonna grow, I'm just putting it slightly different language, they're gonna grow like that sense of confidence to take that like out into the clubs when they open mm -hmm. and to the dance, like to wherever, that it's yeah. there, that they're growing it with you in their homes, like you know, vis-a-vis -vis this and then they take that with you. That's like fucking therapy. That's like what I do with clients is like providing like a safe space, a ritualized safe space so they can experiment mm -hmm. with me being differently and exploring different parts of themselves and eventually build like that sense of self strongly enough where they take it out and they experiment with their family in different ways and their coworkers in different ways. And like, you know, it's then it's like in part of them. So when you were saying that, I was just like thinking like, that's like, that's therapy, you know, like providing that, um, that safe practice space for new experiences and new ways of being. So, yeah. Well, just sprinkle your little truth bombs at the, you know, the end there, like little confetti, <laughs> Tara confetti there. Uh, that was epic as I go to this. <laughs> The one thing that's funny with this podcast is I talk with my hands a lot. And so like I realize as I'm describing things that people don't see it. <laughs> I love that so, so, so much. And I am just like so grateful for both of you. And I thank you so much for making time to be on the Healer Dealer podcast. And I'm just, I'm just super excited to share both of you like with all my listeners. I think that there's so many amazing golden nuggets um, of, you know, and the whole purpose of this podcast is just to share different tools, to try them on, to empower people to try different things on and decide for themselves what feels good, what doesn't. I like this. I don't like that. Da, 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 da. And so I think both of the beautiful like insights and nuggets that you both shared, it's like I don't even know if you realize all the amazing nuggets that you shared because it's just in your being of like, hey, this is who I am. I'm Karen Ryan and I just say all these things. But it's just like, it's it's really, really amazing. So thank you so, so, so much. Thanks for having Thanks me. Thanks for having us. That was so, yeah. so fun. Oh, did you have Ryan, fun again? I was Ryan, it was our first duet. That's a wrap for today on the Healer Dealer Podcast. If you liked this episode, it would mean the world to me if you could leave a five-star review and let me know what you loved about this episode and what you want to hear more of. Until then, do what feels good. Know that you are always supported and it is your birthright to have all the things you desire. I'm your Healer Dealer, Diana Zalecki. Thank you so much for being here. I hope to see you next time. Cheers. Cheers.